Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Dear Midget, the theme of the day is Maths Unites. What's all that about? Well, even just going back to your what your original concern there about people's reaction to math, like I do, I, I'm obviously a leaving cert math teacher. But if if anyone is ever interested in reading the history of math, it's one of the most fascinating things you could ever buy a book on or whatever. Like say, for example, Pythagoras. Everybody remembers Pythagoras from from leaving cert and. As one as one forger put it to me one day, he's the fellow that invented triangles. But like, there's, there's there's a lot more to him than than you might imagine. Like, so he he he, was, he lived in Greece in about 600 BC, and he started this school, and the school eventually became kind of a political entity, and it, and eventually actually became a cult. And he he was an interesting kind of fellow. He introduced these rules to his his brotherhood. He called it rules such as uh, you can never marry a woman who wears gold jewelry. You could never, ma- you could never pass a donkey lying in the street. You could never urinate in the direction of the sun, and you must avoid all contact with fava beans, whatever they are. <laughs> so, in- interesting fella. Like I, I tried to introduce those rules in the in the Carrigaline Math Department, but unfortunately, I, I was voted <laughs> out. You know. Yeah. Um, but like the interesting thing about him was that like he he did all of his stuff, all his stuff with triangles, all his stuff with ge- geometry before numbers were even invented. Like, numbers as we know it didn't even exist until about 500 years later. Yeah. And it was in uh, in Babylonia, in Hindu, India, that's where they started to be invented. And, like, it, it was very interesting there, and we're talking about Math Unite, like, very similar today, back back in, like, in, in Europe, up until the 12th century, like, that's only about 800 years ago, we were still using normal Roman numerals. Mm. And the reason that we were so, you know, reluctant... This was the uh, XX and the 1-1 one, one yeah, and the D. Yeah, yeah. and like that, those those numbers were kind of useless, really, if you wanted to do any sort of complex math. And the reason we were so reluctant to to use this Islamic... The, the Islamic mathematicians were, were, were really developing numbers and decimals and all this. But there was a kind of a, a fear of, of Islam back then, you know. Similar right. enough, not, not too dissimilar to now, but... The crusades and things were going on. And right. it, it, it took uh, an Italian uh, mathematician, Fibonacci was his name. Yeah. And like, your 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 show is about three hours long. Now. I'd say I could talk for three hours. About Doesn't he have a particular sequence named after him? Yes, that's the Fibonacci that's the guy. sequence. That's, that's the guy. Absolutely. And, and again, just to your listeners, if you ever just go on Wikipedia and, and just look this stuff up, it's absolutely fascinating. But it was him managed to convince the European mathematicians that this Islamic math that they've been practicing over here for 100 years is actually can take us to the next level. And it's no coincidence that this was about the 13th century. And once this was introduced, you had things like the, Re- the, the Renaissance in Europe, you had things yeah. like the Age of Discovery. And like, it's not a coincidence that once, once you know, they shared these math ideas that, that Europe starts so so we were still using X's and 1's and V's and M's and C's and confusing the hell out of ourselves 
where yeah. he said, you know, um, Mr. Fibonacci said, you know, they, these lads over in the Islam part of the world, they've invented different numbers which can do an awful lot more, like one, two, three, four, five, and six. You should really start using them. And that started everything. Well, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all a theory, really, but like, it's no coincidence that you know we had, we had the dark ages up until then, and right. all of a sudden we had the Renaissance. I'll give you I'll give you a better one. So the the concept of zero, right? So yeah. we all know, like we take for granted that the difference between twenty one and two thousand one hundred is the two zeros at the end. But interestingly, zero as a concept wasn't used in European maths until about four hundred years ago. So like I don't I can't even get my head around how they managed to do this. But I, I, mainly the reason for it was the reason why it wasn't used was. Basically, you could actually be arrested for heresy for talking about zero. Uh-huh. So get, get your head around that one. So basically, if you, if you type five divided by zero into your calculator, your calculator will erupt in flames because it, it's impossible to do because that's, it's infinity. And back then, the Catholic Church weren't, weren't big fans of, you know, <laughs> infinite other than, other than you know who. So basically, that's why it was kind of discouraged and it was, it was eventually introduced. But interestingly... Seven about eight thousand miles away in in Central America, right? With no contact with Europeans or Asians or anything like this, they were after developing their own number system with lines and dots and things like this. And right. they had a zero, and they were using zero exactly the same way that that almost exactly the same way as we use zero today. You know, so even though there was absolutely no contact, this this was the case. Like we we all grew up thinking, well, zero means nothing. If yeah. I have one apple and I take it away, I have zero apples. Yeah. But there's a hell of a lot more to it than that. Yeah, it's uh, even, like, I find it very hard to get my head around what, what they must have been doing without, without a zero. And uh, even back to Matt's, Matt's Unitas, then, Unitas, then, so I was, I was kind of thinking about it. It's a great heading for a, for a Matt day. Like, you know, if you, and I was thinking, like, since the beginning of time, everybody has looked up at the sun and said, geez, I wonder how far away that sun is. You know, and that's that's what early mathematicians they took it to the next level, and they they discovered, they invented trigonometry. Basically, that's where trigonometry came from, answering those kind of ideas or right. how what the circumference of the Earth is and things like this. So it's you know it's the reason why it unites us. Like say, if you take pi, right? So uh-huh. pi, and like it's the it's that if you take the circumference, the outside of a circle, and divide it by the diameter, you always get this number three point one four. And like what they found is when they studied um, when they studied mathematicians from all across the world, from China to um, interestingly Baghdad. Back back when it was discovered, they they built Baghdad in a perfect circle when it was first when it was first found there. Yeah, so they and they were and, they, and it was because they were fascinated by this concept of pi, and it's even mentioned in the Bible as well. If you go further 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 west, it's mentioned in the Old Testament. They talk about. They they rounded it off to three. Now, as we know, well, at this stage, it's 3.14 something or other. Mm. But it just shows that no matter where you are in the world, there was people people just fascinated by this yeah. relationship between the circumference and its diameter. Yeah. I, I remember being very much a fan of the old 22 over 7. Because yeah. it got you the more accurate result. But sure, we could talk about that all day. But, yeah. pi, you know, probably like... A, I suppose in terms of Matt's Unite, Unites, how, how I would think of it, David, is that you can go to the four corners of the world and you'll find a hundred languages on your travels. But Matt's is Matt's is Matt's. Is that, is that a, a fair way to compare it? Well, I'll give you a few good examples. Now, we've had, 
we've had students come to our school below in Cargilline and there was one particular one from Spain there just two or three years ago and not a word of English like he couldn't follow anything you were saying but you put him in a maths class and now I know there was a bit of English in the maths questions that he couldn't figure out but he would he was an absolute dinger at it and it didn't matter that it was in a completely different language wow. he figured he could figure it out and, he, and, a, and a kind of more topical one then as well and I don't know I was thinking about this last night and whether it relates to what we're talking about but we had a, a Ukrainian student join us in first year this week Yeah, and like you, you, you can imagine where he came from you know and again not much English but he's in maths now, and the first question the teacher put up on the board, and his hand was straight up, he, he wanted to answer it. Like, and, you know, we were, we were talking about it afterwards in the staff room, like, you know, you have, you have whatever, a thousand Irish students down there, maybe they take a bit of their education that they come in to learn maths every day, maybe they take it a bit for granted. And when you, you can imagine the emotional response of what he's gone through for the last two weeks. Yeah. And here he is sitting in an Irish classroom learning about algebra and learning about substitution and all this kind of thing and it just you know I, and, I, and even I, though he doesn't have a whole lot of English able to communicate because the maths the language of mathematics is, is pretty universal that's it and it, like you know you take for granted there sometimes as you come into school and you can sit there and like you can just see it, it just it, it moves you a small bit when you think of how, how much he appreciates that yeah. he's sitting here learning maths you that's know where, from where he came from I wanted to bring one thing up with you before I let you go, and it's this, everyone says, oh, I've no interest in maths, or I don't understand maths, or sure, what use is maths? And in the very next breath, they'll tell you, I can't wait to get up on December the 21st and see what's happening at Newgrange, or I'm going to England on my holidays, I have to see Stonehenge. Stonehenge and Newgrange. Maths in action. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So it's all... Like, back then, it was all geometry, really. Like, it was all size, it was all angles and things like that. And, like, you, you look at both of those objects, like, new or yeah, both of them, I suppose they're circles, and circles seems to be, have been a thing. They all seem to be fascinated by this concept of a circle, yeah. you know, and the fact that they can, they, you know, even new grains, that they can still time it, that on the 21st, that the sun shines all the way. Like, they, that, that's, even if you tried it today, I'd say... That would be a monumental task. That's actually, I often thought about that. Like, could you line up, a, could you build a computer or, or sit down with a pencil and paper and recreate the calculations today and build something that would act the same way as Newgrange using only the materials they had in a modern world? I wonder, could we? Yeah, and, and, and for it to still work, whatever it is, 2,000 years later, yeah. and it still works perfectly, you know, it's, it's mind-blowing really when you think of it. That's maths for you. That's it. Dermot, thanks very much. No problem, PJ. Dermot uh, has a great website, tacitmaths.ie. It's a teacher in Carrigaline. History of it. It's gas, isn't it? On World Maths Day. Corks 96 FM. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.